Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. And Chris Russell joins us right now. Maybe he's calmed down a little bit. What's up, Chris? I'm such an idiot. I'm surprised you didn't have a heart attack last night. <laughs> it could happen, right? I could I, see it happening. I mean, you I, you I really mean, got worked up there, buddy. You, you got to see the video of it, fellas. It's it's pretty impressive. Nick Ashu was literally taking video as I was doing that rant, and that was not like for the video i didn't know he was doing the video but the video is pretty impressive i was sweating profusely and the bottom line is is i was a little upset because i guess what started that and what you heard the bryce harper reference was is chris miles from nbc sports washington and who of course hosts overtime from time to time said the reason why the nationals are 11 games under or whatever it is 12 games under is because they didn't bring back bryce harper and they have all this bad karma and bad energy in the building well, I don't even think he believes that truly. I believe he's egging you on there. And, of course, you go for things hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> well, from time to time, I get a little fired up. I mean, he, here's the bottom What's line. What's the most troubling aspect of this Nationals team to you? It has to be the bullpen, right? Yeah, Who I do mean, you blame that on? I mean, how, yeah, how do you look at it? And that was my point. And Nick had also made the same point, too. And that was the, the beginning of our show. It was like, look, yes, there's no doubt they miss Bryce Harper. They miss his presence. They miss how teams can attack and pitch around. And just, I guess, that, that feeling that you're one swing away from taking a lead or tying a game that Bryce Harper provides. But the bullpen, which, guys, I just looked up, right, and we all know the numbers, is 7.02 in ERA through 50 games. I mean, that's absurd. Like, whatever you thought of Mike Rizzo's plan, whatever you thought of the Nationals' plan over the offseason of Rosenthal and Baraclan, you say, all right, well, maybe these guys aren't world beaters and that they're not going to you know, keep the Nationals' bullpen under a three, right? None of us, including myself, so I have to say this for me, I never thought it could be anywhere close to being this bad. So that's the number one problem. But then when you combine that with terrible defense, which has been a consistent problem, mm -hmm. and then you look at the first three innings, Jason, I know you said you didn't watch the game uh, or mm -hmm. the early portion of the game yesterday. It would have drove you crazy. I, I mean, I was pulling my hair out because they're sitting there with the stick on their shoulders, not swinging, fighting. Five called strikes in a row, runners on first and third in every inning with yeah. one out or less, and they, they couldn't, couldn't score a run. I saw at one point, I, I just looked at my phone, looked up at the update, and they had 10 hits. Oh, I think, through, I think 10 hits crazy. through maybe like five innings and had one run. I was yeah. like, how are they not scoring? They left so many guys on base. I mean, it was yeah. just double play at Palooza. Well, did, did FP drop this nugget during the game that they lead the league and uh, called their strikes or something like that? They're uh, yeah. very that close. That may be the case. Yeah. That may be well, the this ca is I mean, the question I threw here, out. Here's the thing. They strike out a lot. We know that. Yeah, Whether it's called strikes or not, uh, and certainly yesterday it was, they strike out too much. They're third in the league in strikeouts, or they were at least as of a few days ago. Here's what I threw out to the boys. Why is Wander Suero still on the the big league roster right now? Well, they why? don't have better options. I, I There's got to be somebody I mean, else who's got a better uh, better than a seven one seventy RA out there. Because they're infatuated with the stuff. Okay, yeah. I'm not saying cut him, send him down, let him get right in the head. So 
I would say this up until about, what, three weeks ago, maybe two and a half weeks ago, sometime on that West Coast trip, the guy, Barraclaw, that they had settled on him as being kind of that set-up guy, that bridge mm-hmm. to do little, right? And then he imploded, gave up that late grand slam against the Dodgers, gave up a couple of home runs in the next couple of games, one against the Mets and one against the Cubs, I believe, last Friday night in that shellacking. Um and so now you're you're constantly searching for a guy, the guy, any guy with a pulse that can get you three, four big outs in the seventh and eighth inning. So they were trying Swero just because of natural stuff. I know talking to Grant Paulson last week at one of these games, I think it was the Nats Mets afternoon game, he was like, Why don't they go to Swero? Why don't they go to Swero? And I'm like, I don't think Davey trusts anybody, nobody. Uh, and wh- how could he, especially at this point? There's nobody you can hang your hat on. Nobody. And even Doolittle, you know, had a bad outing the other night and struggled late last week in that Thursday afternoon game against the Mets. So I don't know how much you can count on him every night now. Yeah. I mean, w- if it can go wrong, it will go wrong. That's the kind of stretch that yeah, they're in pretty right much. now. I mean, they need complete <laughs> games from the, their starters, quite <laughs> honestly, right. uh, which is not going to happen. But you bring up a good point. It's more than just the bullpen, which is on Trace on track to be historically bad, like literally the worst bullpen of all time, which you couldn't foresee. But they did say, and I took it as a given, that when they got rid of Bryce, okay, sure, they were going to miss some of that production, but they were going to certainly be better defensively, and that hasn't been the case at all. I mean, Soto's been kind of a mess out there. Robles has had his moments where he's been a mess. Uh, I mean, all those guys have actually had their moments, like like pros, like guys have been around, which is what's really frustrating. Yeah, and and going back to that rant, Jan Gomes came here again with this tremendous reputation. I mean, we all knew he could hit. Uh, if he could stay healthy, that was the question. Not how many pass balls was he going to be allowed. I think he's up to eight or nine at this point. And he hadn't and even played that many games. No, I mean, exactly. Because Suzuki, A, you couldn't keep him out of the lineup because of his stick. And now, when you look at how Gomes has caught the position over the last week. I mean, I was at last Saturday night's game against the Cubs, the last game they won. He had two pass balls in in three batters. And then another one yesterday that was ultimately changed to a wild pitch, plus a throw that sailed about 15 feet wide of second base that Dozier didn't back up. And that's another guy. Dozier came here as a gold glove second baseman reputation, and at times he's turned a couple of impressive double plays, guys. But he's also butchered a couple of balls. And just, I mean, it's just one thing after another. And I know they're still injured. I got it that Zimmerman and Adams just came back and they were having Kendrick at first and all these. I understand that. But how many more excuses can you? I'm running out of excuses. I'm running out of time to defend Davey and say it's not his fault. I mean, at some point, it's Memorial Day on Monday. If you lose three out of four to a Marlins team that's won six in a row and that has an ERA over two in the last week, I mean, under two in the last week, if you lose three out of four, you have to make a move. You have to make a move games in and they're 12 yeah. games below 500 as i said earlier if you ranked all the teams and you don't just look at divisions and leagues they're 28 out of 30 yeah they're terrible yeah, yeah. the royals and the orioles are worse and the marlins are tied with them in the law lo- in the loss um what do you call that the the loss standings or I, the loss listen, column. The loss I, I agree with, i've tried to i've tried to defend dave even though he's uninspiring to me just yes. because i think it's so easy to blame the manager absolutely but, but they, i'm you right know, with you EB. but they're I'm so bad you. that i mean it's impossible to defend i mean go ahead yeah. fire in it whoever you want who cares the no matter who you bring in you bring in god yeah. he's still gonna have at this point grace sip Suero, 
Uh, Barry, he's still going to have the same dummies he's going to have to turn to in the 6th, 7th, and 8th inning, and it, they're still going to be in the exact same pickle. Yeah. You guys talk to Rizzo every every Wednesday, and you do a great job. I, I, I listen to it religiously, and he tries to politic everything. And the one thing that he said on Wednesday that struck he me. He owns up to a few things, I think. Right. It, well, I mean, Wednesday it struck me, and it was something that I talked about last weekend, which was allocation of resources, right? Nobody would argue that it's not a good <laughs> idea to build one through three in your starting rotation the way they did with Scherzer, Strasburg, and Corbin. The problem is is that he doesn't have the resources to then really go invest in a big-time setup guy, a seventh-eighth-inning guy, because they allocate so much of their resources. And, again, I understand why in the top three in their starting rotation it leaves them bare at four and five, and then it leaves them bare at seven and eight, and then they have to trade some of these young arms in years past, the mm-hmm. Felipe Riveros and the Blake Trinans, because, A, they can't be patient with their development, and, B, because they need veteran relievers who can get outs in key spots because they don't spend any money in free agency on the damn bullpen. And hit, by the way, to make things worse, last night Lucas Giolito had a complete yes. game shutout in, in, in Houston. I know he shut out the best team in baseball. I know Riz is ju- Riz is just <laughs> waiting for Ronaldo Lopez to start throwing darts again. I, I that, feel bad because all those bad. guys like Gio supposedly yeah. is pitching well. Sean yeah. Kelly's uh, you know, been sort of revitalized. Been an all star. Yeah, Felipe yeah. Rivero throws a hundred. From the left hand side, part of that to be fair, like with Trinan, like if you went through each one, Trinan was uh, like I, he was I think, kind of a I mess think, here. I think they feel like Suero is like Trinan, like they they love his arm, they love his stuff, right? And that's what you always heard with Trinan, and it just wasn't right. working out. So eventually they moved him on, and right. he figured it out elsewhere. And that's probably what they think about with Suero, like he's got the stuff, he's got that cutter, which is really good against left handed guys because it comes inside yep. on them. Um, it, well, he, he, did a, he does a pretty good job as long as he doesn't hang like one bad pitch yesterday, right? right? I, I know he gave up the, the double down the left field line, but okay, that's going to happen. It's just these one bad pitch type deals. And I know one bad pitch counts and changes the game and changes the course of a season, but you just can't make that one bad pitch in that spot. Hey, this I, is just I think opinion. Is worth keeping. This basically. is just opinion. Did you feel like Davey Martinez is. Um, yep. ejection. Did you feel like that was contrived? Um, some of it, yeah. And yeah. it should have been, by the way, because if you're not going to kick and turn over post-game buffet spreads in the clubhouse, which I can't imagine Davey is ever going to do, if you're not going to really ride guys and get in guys' face and, you know, do it old school like Billy Martin and Earl Weaver used to do to ride players, it's a different game, it's a different world, you have to do stuff like that. And it immediately worked. I have no idea if it had the impact that we all think it did, but it's hard to deny that it woke some people up. It fired some people up. You've got guys in that clubhouse or dugout that are like, wait a second, does this guy believe in us? Does this guy want to be here? Uh, You know, what else could go wrong? We need something, a little kick in the pants, and it's exactly what it provided. And then literally five minutes later, the bullpen blows it. Do you think that the team will get booed tonight? Yes. I mean, if, they go to, I, if if McGowan gives up like a two run jack in the first inning, there's they're gonna boo. They're gonna have to boo. They should rewind. Jason. Yeah. McGowan I mean, is starting. He, Kyle McGowan's starting. Yeah, yes. I mean, People I mean, here's, know that. here's the thing. Here's the question. I don't know what 
I don't know what you guys think. There might be not more than 20,000 people in the building tonight. I know it's a Friday night. I know it's fireworks night, I think, and Memorial Day weekend. But you have a opponent that nobody cares about. So you're not going to get the caravan of Mets and Cubs and whatever fans. And the Nationals fans, I think, are tapped out or are resentful or really upset. And I don't blame them if they don't show up. I think that's something that the learners are going to fear that it's going to happen this summer with this team so far back. They should we'll see where they, they are. Should. In the know, they should spend some money on the manager and the bullpen. How about that? What, let, what let, is the likelihood, <laughs> in your opinion, Chris, that Davey's still managing the team? And not that it's Davey's fault, but someone's going to have mm-hmm. to be the fall guy uh, at the end of this series. At the end of the series, whew, I think he'll still make it through Memorial Day. Therefore, the end of the series, I think they'll find a way to at least split this four game set. If they lose three out of four, certainly if they get swept, I just don't know how you don't make a move. But to me, as much as I want to, and I'm right with you, E.B., it's not his fault. There's not a lot he can do, I don't think, differently. There's little things like that intentional walk situation you guys were talking about in the eighth inning yesterday. Absolutely, that was weird. I mean, I don't there's, get it. I mean, Ramos right. isn't Johnny Bench. Right. No, there's I mean, little I things he chan- can do, I but I don't think there's with him. massive fixes that Davey Martinez can make. But bottom line, if you get swept by the Marlins, and I know they're red hot, and they've always given the Nationals problems, you get swept by the Marlins and it's ugly, you have to fire them. If you lose three out of four, I'm right on that fence. But, you know, at some point you're just running out of time to say it's not his fault and you've got to do something to wake people up. Well, it doesn't matter whose fault it is at that point. If you just yeah. keep losing, then yeah, you people just got to do something, people right? Just lose I mean, their you got to slap yeah. something to the wall. I tell you what, Bo Porter is really smart. I mean, I watching him on Masson all the time. I don't know if he's a good manager. I know he's really good at at baseball. I know he's really well, smart. Somebody at said baseball, he's so been really in. critical lately on the yeah, the post game yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. He he just the way he analyzes, like. Again, if you can translate that to baseball and helping guys out, I think it would translate a little bit. I don't know how good of a manager he is. Obviously, he didn't have a fair shake in Houston, but the bottom line is, is he sounds really smart when he analyzes the game. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 